0: It is Friday the 10th of November 2017 and this is episode 322 of Digital Outbox. another episode a winter episode um i am here chris and i'm i'm here <laughs> and ian's here as well hello ian
1: uh, good evening chris
0: here in uh body if not in spirit It's a friday yeah friday but let's week. get this let's get this done shall we um we're going to start our news this week with uber who have lost their appeal on uk employment rights so they're still, still right up in the bit shafted at the moment basically that their, their drivers were all officially contractors or self-employed but the ruling has maintained that they are they they need to be treated as employees of uber uh, therefore they have extended rights things like uh, minimum wage becomes into effect Um, and all the things like pension and and everything else that comes with employment uh, and and all the tax implications as well. And there's a general push by the government to try and get rid of all these contractors, mainly because they lose a lot of money in tax. Uh, And Uber is obviously a high-profile company which they're they're targeting.
1: Yeah, so these were two drivers that that took them to court Um, and and they've won their appeal. Um, So an independent workers' union of Great Britain um, backed the appeal. Uh, Uber have said straight away, "We're taking this to Supreme Court." Um, mm-hmm. They they do not agree. They believe that, and and again, there's a whole of spin getting put out tonight. Um, they believe that 95 percent of the drivers want flexibility, and by bringing in these rules, you won't have flexibility. So they they believe they're still fighting for the majority of their drivers.
0: Well, I, you know what? I don't know. You know, I can't speak on behalf of 95 percent of Uber's you know staff, but. One thing I do know is that there are a lot of people that do want to be self-employed for the flexibility of that and the you know doing your own thing doing your own business uh, and and say the biggest driver from government and and the law is because at the moment they're losing a lot of money from doing that and and that's what bugs me a little bit. So be interested to know where they get their figure of 95% of drivers want this. Um I wouldn't be too surprised if that is the case.
1: Yeah, there was a survey. So they said they did a survey of 1000 drivers. Um, but mm-hmm. but you know for all, for all you know that was a thousand or you know a thousand drivers I've just joined in the last week you know so
0: but they wouldn't be Uber drivers if they didn't necessarily agree with the principles of what they're uh, doing. exactly so, exactly and I, um, I don't know where I sit on this I, it's, all I know is that there's a bit of spin going on probably both sides
1: uh, there is there is and and I mean, there's a whole there's been a whole thing around gig economy you know, you, you, know you see it with delivery as well you know so there a lot of these places are under pressure because they are they're stretching. You know, they're stretching, I guess, letter of the law, they say it's all about flexibility, but you know, they're disrupting um and from a union perspective, you know, it's it, every, you know, the whole thing is anti union, you know, so that's where unions are feeling mm. you know, it's yes. almost it's almost like they need to establish some sort of, you know, foothold because that collect you know, individually, these workers are powerless. Absolutely powerless. So Mm. It'll be an interesting one, you know. So, Supreme Court is next, and um,
0: we we've seen bad uses of these kind of contracts, and we've seen good uses of these contracts. But it's you know they don't necessarily all equate to being bad things. No, um, no. You know, maybe there's a halfway house to be found somewhere.
1: You no, know, I, know, I mean Amazon gets a bad rep, you know, for how they treat people. But I I know somebody that, that you know has worked at Amazon and likes, you know, doesn't like some of the stuff to do, but likes the fact that he can kind of phone them up, get a job and 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 work away and if he keeps his nose clean he's fine what he doesn't like is is you know they do get picked on you know so they will get a hold on i've seen you at the toilet twice you know that kind of Mm. thing so there can be a little bit of that going on but you know that's that seems to have dropped down as well
0: trump stopped tweeting for about 11 minutes and everyone was shocked and then it turns out his account got (laughs) temporarily suspended by uh well just for at one point no one really knew why twitter put out a statement saying yeah something went a bit wrong and the account went down and then a little bit later they put an out an update that said it was some worker on their last day just decided they would just shut the shut the account down
1: not just a simple worker but an absolute hero <laughs> absolute hero i guess i was surprised that um I-, I guess that one person had the power just to do that which makes mm. me think that, that must have happened before there must have. Been. There's no way Twitter's been there for ten years that a support guy's gone. I'm fed up with him. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna mess with him.
0: Maybe they're trying to roll out these kind of account suspensions so quick that they just have to give everyone. The yeah, to, maybe, to, to maybe an account. You know, and it's it's not really. It wasn't really deleted. It was just suspended. It wasn't like they lost anything off of that account. I don't think. Anyway, uh, it quickly got put back on. But <laughs> Twitter said they're going to go and review their, uh um processes
1: and i'm sure there'll be a there'll be some sort of two-factor thing put in yes somebody can do it but it'll trigger through some workflow to a, a superior who's got to go and say yeah i agree
0: it's what you would have thought yeah um but there you go um he was silenced <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and about time <laughs>
0: uh and we've also heard a bit more this week about uh Twitter's rules for preventing abuse and harassment so we've been covering this for probably about a year now uh and they've come up with more def- definitions about what exactly they mean in their terms and conditions they've clarified some points uh about you know what what constitutes bad behavior what constitutes in, uh, inside the you know what what's allowed what's not allowed um variously yeah variously just across their kind of terms and conditions made clarifications
1: yeah, I think the article. When it, this was all over the internet, and the, the the kind of site I took it on was Buzzfeed. There, I and mean, they they class it as baby steps, and I tend to agree. It's 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 more clarification points of, that they're they're making, but they have said that um there'll be updates on November fourteenth and twenty second where they're going to share more rules around and um, groups and um, hateful imagery, um, abusive usernames. So there's they, they need to do something, and I, that's that's a frustration that as a platform, I know they're saying they're doing a lot, but it's not enough. You know whether whether they're, and that's a, that's a problem. As a you know, as a member of the public, it doesn't look like they're doing enough.
0: You've got you've got to let it play out, though. They've you know they've got a complicated <sighs> thing to you know do, and part of that is the legal aspects of it as well because if you're offering a platform someone's signed up to has been using it if you then change well the, the, this is this is affect change of terms and conditions all those kind of things so uh, clarifications on those terms and conditions this is like the foundation maybe for a few more levels above it and and every week we're talking about more things they're bringing in so to say they're not doing enough is maybe a bit harsh
1: again I so i'm i'm colored in some ways and i and i'm basing it on what i'm seeing on twitter so again it it's probably the people I'm following and what they're sharing and what's happening, you know, examples of, you know, maybe like a celeb or a politician getting mild abuse and that user getting banned and, you know, you know, other journalists Mm. getting, you know, rape threats and all that kind of stuff. And after reporting it, they're saying, we we, we have found this tweet didn't, you know, violate our terms Mm. and conditions. It's like, what has to happen? You know, and that's where it feels inconsistent, but I know that's a, I think that's a scaling problem. You know, how do you, how do you scale up? So, although we always, always say, you know, their user numbers are flat, it's still, you know, two three 300 million users. It's still a lot of people. It's still very vocal and it's hard. Do you know think
0: about. back to, I think back to the, you know, the Robin Hood airport incident. I can't remember the name oh, of the chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he computed he was going to blow yeah. it sky high or something like that. And, and there was a lot of stink around at the time because he actually had criminal proceedings put against him. And I think, was he sent to jail? I can't remember. Anyway, he just, um, certainly had the proceedings put against him. And, um we were having the whole definition at the time as if you say something on twitter does it actually have the same impact as when you say it in real life and i think at the time we were kind of saying this this felt like a an over you know police overreacting to something being said on a platform and and users were going to have to get used to you know what they were saying on twitter was going to get taken into account and i think this is even more of an extension of th- this is almost the other end of that which is how is a threat on twitter the same as a threat in real life and i think more and more yes is the answer that is how it's going to have to be treated uh so if someone does have a make a threat on on twitter then then that is the same as being down the pub and making that same threat
1: it's amazing actually to it's amazing actually that you brought that up because that happened in in 2010
0: mm, my goodness <laughs> me i can't believe it's that long ago yeah so, six, we, it's, been doing it
1: this 6th no. of January 2010, and the tweet was crap, Robin Hood, the airport's closed. You've got a week and a bit to get this shit together as I'm blowing the airport sky high. He was, um, um, he was fined, he was found guilty on the 10th of May. He was fined £385, ordered to pay 600 costs, and lost his job. Mm. And it took two years of going through appeals before he, the conviction was eventually quashed.
0: Yep. Uh, and that will have some impact on all the things that are going on now, all well, those kind of courts and and you know, those judgments and whatever. So anyway, that that's that's kind of where we're at. They're trying to figure out, does it what what impact does it have? How does it you know is it just the same as saying it to someone's face? Hmm. Um, also had a bit of stink this week after a far right organizer got a blue tick against their account. So blue tick on Twitter is the sign that you are verified effectively. You are who you say you are. So it was originally designed to take away from these fake accounts that got set up. So the blue tick was a sign to say this person is the person they are. Um, however, it's kind of become that mark of a celebrity slash someone of a uh, official. And, you know, it's a, a a person of note, if you like. And so the, the adding this to the this, this particular person's account caused Twitter to uh, to you know people to tweet lots that they did they disagreed with the bit you know this person had a blue tick and all that kind of thing, um and Twitter have come out and said yeah okay we're it's a bit broken you know as a process because it was originally designed as this thing that just said that this person is who they say they are but actually okay we can see that people use it in a different way now so we're gonna have to go back to the drawing board on that, and currently it's suspended so if you are looking for a blue tick you can't get one
1: yeah um. And in, and in a weird way, if you look at what the, the whole point was about the blue tick, it was, you know, somebody who was in the public interest and you had to submit a form with an email address, phone number, website link, a biography that specified the area of expertise or company mission. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why why shouldn't it be, you know, and I'm not, I don't agree, obviously I don't agree with what the guy's done or doing because he's, he's, you know, he's, you know, it's you got- horrendous, <laughs> but...
0: I don't know. I don't know the background to this. I don't know anything. But for me, the blue tick meant they've just verified who they are and so of exactly. a fake account. So, so it's it not, doesn't mean anything more than that.
1: It's not saying that Twitter agree with what the guy says or agree with what he, he does. All he's saying is, yep, that person is a verified person. Um, I still chuckle and I'm just checking to make sure that it's still the same. But Julian Assange has been trying to be verified for years and they, and they, and they, won't, they won't do it. And About, I think it was about five six months ago, he, he changed his Twitter not his Twitter handle, but his name. And he's got a little blue diamond <laughs> <laughs> to kind of mimic that they kind of authorized because they won't mm-hmm. give him it. And it is just so desperate, it's like, oh, bless. Um, but the I know, I know a lot of people would agree, but it's like, you know, it's
0: it depends you know, what you define to that tick to mean, doesn't, doesn't it? Yeah. That, and and if you take it at its original meaning, then fine. If you if you take it at the, as a person of note and of standing, then, you know, I guess even then you can't necessarily disagree with having the blue tick. But anyway, no matter what, whichever side you come down on, uh, how what you think the blue tick is, they're going to go back to the drawing board and see what they can do about this.
1: I mean, I, I, I don't even know if he was on Twitter. I mean, yeah, he was on Twitter. Kevin Spacey is um, verified. Hmm. So um, they're going to start backtracking and say, oh, but he's a, he's a bad man.
0: We need to yeah, so that. now you've got to take the blue tick away, you know. Yeah, so, it's, 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 that, cause, yeah like I say, it's, that's why they're going back to the drawing board, I guess, you know, because it doesn't mean what it used to mean yeah. to people who use the service. Uh, and to people who use the service who want to chat more, they can do because they've got 280 characters now to work with. This we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, where they were saying in Japanese, Korean, those kind of languages, you get to disseminate a lot more information than 140 characters. Uh, Therefore, it wasn't really fair on Latin character languages, and they were going to extend the use. Uh, They reckoned wholeheartedly that people weren't going to just suddenly then sprout loads of stuff inside their tweets, uh, and chances are people are going to stay below 140 anyway. Um, But there's, you know, people don't agree... (laughs) You get the normal people is this is a change. I don't like change. This is bad. Um, I don't really care. What, What? where are you sitting on it?
1: Um,
0: uh, uh, I, I don't really. <laughs> it's one arbitrary number and they just changed it for another arbitrary number. What difference does it make?
1: Pretty much. Um, and I just wonder if it's a little bit of the slippery slope that, that you know it's a bit like remember Facebook used to be a limited length and then they said we've bumped up to I don't know infinite and you can write what you like. I I just see Twitter's going to end up in that same place, you know. And you'll yeah. just be if you wanted, you know, blog posts, you'll just be able to do it on Twitter at some point. Um,
0: so does does that destroy? I mean, at the moment, they've reached the limit of what Twitter is and does. They clearly, you know, it's got an impact, but it's not a high user number impact. Um, does do they have to do this to to extend their reach?
1: I I just think they don't get their platform.
0: I I'd, and by
1: that I mean I would you know, I saw somebody tweet the other day, I don't get the two hundred eighty. I would why don't they just offer me, you know, twenty dollars a year for a full Twitter archive that I can search through and see myself? You know, give me give me something as a power user because they've got, you know, a hundred to a hundred and fifty thousand tweets and they can't get their archive. Problem you know, is it's, an
0: expensive, it's, an expensive uh, computing thing. It's a no SQL platform. It's an expensive computing and and,
1: and and maybe that's the case, but I just think there's other ways to kind of better help the platform rather than just saying, yeah, we're going to let you do 280. And the first couple of days were painful because there was just people going, I'm going to write lots of 280 <laughs> character posts. And it was just, it, it just was noise. It was like, oh, mm. this is, and it was a kind of, uh, not a stampede, but it was like, why have I not got it? And why have they got it? And mm. All that, and it was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Oops. Oops. for me. It's one arbitrary number over another. Um, I, I, the other thing I th- I think about Twitter is it's 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 far-reaching. We see it every day. It's Absolutely. part of our everyday life. It's on every single news story you ever hear. It's on every single <laughs> web page you ever see. Um, it's got a massive reach. It doesn't have user numbers. Uh, and and is this a case of a platform that is only suffering because of the demand that the investors have have for you know wanting the platform to be something it's not, you know, just something that's ever growing when actually it's found. It's it's found its place. I guess the problem is they've taken on the money uh, and they've got to try and make a return on that. And it just doesn't look like they're going to make a return on it. Had they stayed what they were and true to themselves, they may well have just uh, been able to carry on without any particular issues.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and and that's why, because when you said to me, what do you think? I was just like seeing the grand scheme of things it was almost like, I can I shrug their shoulders?
0: Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere. I just don't think it's going to be what they want it to be. No, but and I think... And by the time they try and work that out, they've probably be destroyed it into a blogging platform. They'd have turned it into just Blogger or WordPress.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and I still think that whole engagement that you can get the off, you know, just those, those random conversations or you know interactions that can happen um,
0: and we forget how big an impact that is yeah absolutely because we're used to it now we're yep. used to being able to reach out to a company or an organization or a person or a, a you know just anyone and just you know not necessarily on the massive accounts but certainly in if it's an area of interest and a niche area you can definitely reach out contact and get an actual direct response it's quite an exciting thing
1: i, I no, it doesn't have to be some big you know famous celeb i, mean, I Find the right. show. Find the show. Roy was um was, was talking to a, a sports reporter, sports radio presenter yeah. this afternoon, yeah. you know, and it's like you know, even you know, ten years ago that would you would you would have no content you know, it was like uh you know, somebody something we could,
0: wouldn't have even tried because you would have had to go and find a phone number, it'd have been very awkward or an email or whatever. And it would and just be just, like Yeah. Poignant. So
1: it's so, so, and and I and I think that's a bit that's a bit where I think, you know the two eighty characters is not gonna I don't think it's gonna destroy that engagement or change engagement. But I think the fact that they're not doing enough around the abuse and harassment will put off, you know, some of the, you know, if I look at some, what some people put up with on there, it's like, oh, wow, that is, you know, horrendous. You know, why why do you bother? I guess it's because they get the nuggets out of it. You know, you the good outweighs the bad, but sometimes the bad looks horrendous
0: away from twitter i think talked enough about them thank um, goodness let's talk about um the razor phone now i don't know i can't remember whether we talked about this a little while back i seem to remember mentioning razor as a phone and how i loved their little everyone had a razor phone i had one it was awesome little thin device and i didn't do you oh, remember the razor phone yeah the flip phone
1: yeah but that was a motorola razor yeah, exa- exactly
0: yeah exactly. but this is, but this, remember, is
1: like, this is a different this razor
0: this is a completely different razor, exactly. Yes. And and I can't remember whether we mentioned that there was going to be a new razor phone a few weeks back and said, "Oh, I wish I hope it's you know by the same people, but it's it's not." I this I is a think completely different thing.
1: I uh, my my recollection of this is we're prattling about this when we're gaming and we weren't we wasn't in the podcast. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yes, folks, we talk tech while <laughs> we game.
0: <laughs> we don't stop. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, the the old razor phone, and this is this is a nothing to do with that so i was i was initially excited and now i'm not so uh much this is um so this is a company called razer uh, and they do build gaming peripherals uh yeah and laptops
1: well you like see that. you see the big hyper laptops and they've got uh yes. and they've got a razor i actually looked at it because there was a, another podcast i listened to have picked up uh they've done a razor um like tv box okay and although it's powered you know although it's android tv um, it actually does all the decoding of four K, cetera. So, so I can have power a in there, yeah. yeah. So I can have a NAS just kind of sending out the file and it will decode. Mm. And it's like oh, interesting. So they, so what they tend to do is is like high powered gaming stuff, but they try to get in small, nice form factors.
0: And this, they're now coming out. Well, they bought um, uh, next bit was a smartphone maker and they bought them and the, so the people have been talking about it coming out with a, a mobile phone and they have now this is the Razer phone uh, and it is an android device um and basically it's got i guess a ton of power behind it and it's in a i guess it's a very industrial design so fairly blocky kind of iphone 5 kind of esque but more squared off than that um certainly just looks like a block
1: um but made me a switch uh not by the joy yes. coin yeah. things but but just yeah. the the tablet
0: big block of black basically uh, but it's got a 120 hertz display and i think it's the first smartphone that's managed that um as a as a you know a selling point uh, but anyway so looks like an interesting addition and say based around the power side of phones rather than um you know just i guess wherever else you look for maybe audio although they're saying the audio on this is also uh, nice
1: yeah, and, and this was interesting because we've talked, you know, we obviously talk a lot about phones and and there's a kind of, you know, there's a kind of, I mean, you used to say it's a big, you know, big block of black thing. You know, if you look at your, if you look at, you know, Apple, Samsung, HTC, they're all much of a muchness now, Google, mm. you know, there's a, you kind of know what you're going to get with a phone, you know, and I guess we'll come on to talk about the iPhone 10 shortly, but there's a, you know, you, you kind of know what you're getting. And they're they are beating a different path. And I just wonder if there's enough people out there, you know. So it's not going to sell, you know. It's not going to sell millions, but there's, there's there looks to be enough of a market for for these guys to say actually so instead of being the really cheap, you know. So it seems to be the kind of high end phones that are all much the same. You've again got you kind of there's some mid market devices, you know, and then you've got the really cheap ones that are really underpowered. And these guys are saying there's still a there's still a, an area where people are looking for. You know, they're they're more looking for the utility rather than the looks. You know, mm. it's all about the grunt within it, and they're going to obviously pay you know big bucks for it. And it's it's just interesting that that's. the see, I, I I thought they would struggle because they did a tablet last year, and I thought, yeah, that's going to go nowhere. And the TV box, I thought they're going to go nowhere, but they're they're plugging away. Yeah. Plugging away so if and the specs... And just because they may be no,
0: yeah, yeah, they could be much bigger in other countries as well that we just don't know about. That's the other thing about these. We don't maybe in the UK we don't hear about something and it's not as much of a buzzword as it is in other places. Um or maybe even just around Europe and stuff like that. So okay. Um HTC have also come out with their U eleven plus. Um so their kind of new flagship device. It's still got the squeeze functionality, which I think we mentioned, so you can actually carry out function by squeezing the device. But this is a much, much more bezel-less look, much more uh, iPhone, uh, you know, let's say like iPhone 10 type thing. Um, it, again, it's... HTC, I think we, we're both fans of their technology. They've just never had the buy-in from consumers. This time they've got a, a kind of see-through back, so you can actually see into the, the, the gubbins that are going on inside the device, which is quite a nice little angle. I think that's actually quite geeky. I quite like it um it's a fairly big device again so that kind of large form factor um but yeah looks nice and it'd be nice if they actually got some recognition for a good handset No yeah, squeeze i'm not sure about squeeze no
1: no, no but, the, but, the, but the htc handsets i think have been good for for a number of years they just they just can't get the traction um and I know yeah, and maybe
0: in the last couple of releases, they haven't really made massive trend forward. They've just, yep. you know, just done the same thing. I and mean, was it, I mean,
1: it not Google? So Google's Pixel, is it not the Pixel 2 Plus was done by HTC? And Google also did that that buyout of some of their staff.
0: They've now, yeah, they've now in a strong partnership effectively. Yeah. It's a little bit more than that. I think it was Google giving them a massive loan and actually saying, okay, we want to be a part of your company. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. So
1: again, it, it, it's... I thought it looked, I thought it looked fantastic. You know, it's just another one of these. It's like it's amazing, you know. And yes, the, the price is, you know, it's seven hundred quid. it was starting off by seven to do... a thousand. That seems yeah.
0: to be the new price point for all top end smartphones, other really? than the uh, OnePlus.
1: I, I didn't notice that. Yeah,
0: you went, you went beyond. <laughs> oh. <yeah.
1: laughs> yeah
0: apple have moved the game on again uh with the iphone x which you have managed to get your grubby mitts on
1: well i bought an iphone 10 i don't think i bought an iphone x Uh, but that's just me being a pedant because because i know in the next five minutes i'll call it an iphone x and you'll go ha
0: (laughs) ha let's look out for that
1: yep i so i was i ordered one i shouldn't have got it till next week and um i got a little um i got a little um, ship notification on Tuesday. Sure Isn't that Apple through.
0: realizing that it's actually better to lower expectation and then over deliver? It,
1: I guess we'll never know. Or just the yields have gone up. You know, it's just it's just hard to know. And by all accounts, you know, the I I don't know if we covered it in the last one. It was it kind of dropped in you know, all the financials, and and everybody had said the iPhone eight was a bust, and mm. you know people are waiting for the iPhone ten, and then they come out and say iPhone eight was a best selling phone. You know, in the first week, it sold more than any other phone in the first week. And everybody's like, oh, you know, just because mm-hmm. there's no queues. Um, but I th- but, they, but, they really, I think, you know, they're, they're really good at manufacturing the queues. I, I turned up at one of the There's two stores in Glasgow. I turned up at one of them and on the Friday because I'd, I'd messed my order up and it was going to be a two or three weeks. And they were like, yeah, we've got phones. Can't tell you what they are. Um, you need to stand in the queue. It'll be about an hour. And this was at midday. And, I'm, mm-hmm. and I just, I was like, I looked inside and it, and it wasn't, it was busy, but they were busy, you know, it was like they were busy with a handful of people servicing the queue. And I was like, you could easily put more people on this and just the queue would just go pop and mm-hmm. it would go. So it's, it's you'll, you'll never know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the, um, so iPhone 10 is actually a very, very nice device, which it should be because it costs a lot of money. Um, yeah, so, it
0: starts at a thousand, right? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I guess some little face ID is what's a treat for me, you know, so that's, mm-hmm. you know, I've had, I've had no issues with it. And, you know, all the things that, it's, it, that that people are saying about it, you know, the you know, they need to look at it and you need to give it attention. It all works a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find you can just look at the screen and swipe up. And by the time the animation's starting to to, to play, it's unlocked. which is
0: how they sold it so it's obviously Uh, as described
1: yep and um and and have you
0: had anyone else trying to break into it
1: well i've had people kind of like grabbing it and looking at it and it's it won't unlock you know so it's but i've had nobody probably because i won't like them but i've had nobody like picking up the phone (laughs) and trying to wave your fingerprints on that uh, pretty much it's like i will let you see it from a distance i've
0: seen that you've got it encased in some sort of case already Uh, so Um, I, i wasn't
1: going to buy a case and and then so one of my one of my friends in Glasgow got it on day one and it, it just picked up a kind of ten quid see through case, you know one of these Spiegel cases on Amazon and I was like you know what it's probably not a bad shout. Um,
0: so you have encased. It I've encased, in but I'm ugly tempted. Bit
1: of I'm tempted to take it off because yeah. it's um, it is it is gorgeous. You know the actual the actual industrial design of it is lovely. You know it's probably. Probably the best looking iPhone I think in probably four or five years. You know, it's just it
0: certainly well, it's because it's the most interesting looking one. For well,
1: a... well, it's just it's the only one that's changed in the last four or five years.
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they they they've been tweaking. I still I, I still hop back to the five. I think the five was their sweet spot. I haven't seen uh, yeah. one of these in the flesh, and it certainly looks like they've it's upped, upped it, things.
1: It, it's really. Nice. I guess the thing is because the the, the, so the camera is a it does actually i mean it won't sit flat on the desk, you know, it will rock and you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um. So screen wise, you know, I guess that's the other big thing about this. The screen is, you know, I do think is amazing. Balls. Um, mm-hmm. The interesting thing, because I had the old, I had my old phone before I sold it. You know, it just made it feel. A bit, so that phone's on a year old, and I guess the same for iPhone eight. It just makes it look ancient, mm. and I guess that's the whole point about these. Yep. You know, when a new device comes out, you want it to look different. Yep. And I think the last three generations of iPhone haven't. They've just all. They've looked much the same. The innards have changed, and the camera's been a great upgrade. And there's been some, you know, nice software tweaks. But I think this is the first one in probably four years that makes something that was only launched six weeks ago old. Mm-hmm. You know, side by side, it looked old. Just a full screen, no Touch ID, no button. I missed the home button. The kind of, if, if, and I'm still. Certain times I've got to press it, and you're like, oh, it's not there. But the gestures mm-hmm. are really easy. And um, so the screen is is a big one. For me. Battery life is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I am, um, and, and so so. Who
0: knew taking that jack out, it's all going
1: <laughs> fine. <laughs> well, it's just the fact I've spent over a grand on two batteries. That's the, <laughs> that's all it is. Because if you look at the teardowns, it's just two big massive batteries inside and like tiny little sensors and tiny little yeah. you know chips and stuff. Um, but no, I'm I'm getting to over fifty percent end each day. Okay. Um, and that's considering I'm doing lots of demos and, and showing people stuff. Cameras, um, again, really impressed. Um, and so the mine's a year old, but I never had the the double camera. And having the, the actual, you know, the the, the kind of wide angle one, the zoom one, and, and both have an optical image stabilization, which you really notice when you take video. And um, portrait mode is astonishingly good. And I think mm-hmm. it's the same on you know, Samsung and Google phones as well. That it's just the cameras are are really reaching you know fantastic standards. Um so yeah, overall really, really pleased. And the the final bit is just an emoji is such good fun. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I I I and you and laugh
0: that, at it, but people do love it. It's, you know people love Snapchat and all those kind of things. It, they not?
1: do. And that's a bit that see when I've been dealing with it and people are like, oh lovely screen, that's amazing. Oh, can I feel the weight? Oh it feels a little bit heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll show them different bits and pieces and then, see, and then show the camera. Oh yeah, pictures nice. And then there's an and they're like, oh, and it's just it's a laughter. People mm. are are look at, and it's like so
0: Apple have always been very good at that. It used to be the kind of face I don't know what they call it, photo booth or something. Like that no,
1: you're be. right. Photo booth used to mm. be there and and this feels they're like you're good at finding that. I mean the, the fact that there was like i you know, I don't know, eight, nine, ten people. And every time I've demoed that, they've they've just burst mm. out laughing, you know, the you know, the fact you can you know, there's a monkey face and there's a fox and there's a chicken and there's a little poo and and just the way it is all tracking, it's there's that delight that, that there are very few companies that do it. You know, they've just got a they just every so often just nail it. And I think at the moment it just feels like they've nailed it.
0: I think we you know, give it maybe live with it a couple of weeks and see whether you still find that difference in or whether it all becomes very samey, very quick, you know. At the end of the day, it's the same operating system running on the same.
1: It will, and and okay. and there's there's certain things where where it's like that there's definitely there's there's more they could have done, I think, to take advantage of the form factor. You know, the taller screen. There's some so definitely it's like control center. It's really awkward to get to compared to what it was. Mm-hmm. There's some things that are definitely more awkward. Um, but but overall, it, as I said, it's been a long time since since I've upgraded a phone and it's made the old one just look. Generationally ancient.
0: Let me let me paraphrase it then that this is a great new device, but you certainly pay for that device. You know, that's kinda of where we're at, isn't it? It's an expensive luxury.
1: There is no doubt. No doubt. And I and for me it's an every two year purchase now. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're funny, um, but, Nintendo. But, um... but I, and
1: I know I've said that before, but it's like it is. I mean, you're over a thousand pounds. Whereas the previous, I think the most I spent in the phone was I think seven nine nine. I just think That's that extra. Twelve months. Well, nine.
0: We you is going to. Um be outsold by the switch in in within 12 months so basically the whole of the time that was was good (laughs) yeah thank you um (laughs) right let me compose myself after your uh, (laughs) ridiculous statements um yes so basically switch is taken off in a big way and is just is just completely outselling the wii u Um, how long was the wii u around it was probably three years was it maybe maybe even four um but yeah didn't really sell anything and switch they have clearly nailed it on and not only have they nailed it on they didn't really just nail it on with the the hardware which is reasonable they're the games have just been slam back i i I don't think i know a a kind of launch type console that's had so many kind of tens and i think there's from from self you know own party games it's just incredible we'll come on talk about odyssey soon but you know yeah i mean even if you bought the whole device was sold off of breath of the wild to start with
1: but even if you if you only bought Zelda, Mario Kart, and and Mario this year, you've got you've got the three of the best games out this year. You know, it's, Definitely, it's 100%. that's you know, and three of the best games probably out in the last two three years. That's the difference. It's not just they've been good this year. It's hard to think of you know last year where was the, where was a game that was equivalent to some of these. It's it's kind of hard no, to find it, it.
0: It's been exactly. there have been some other impressive impressive technical games, but none that have brought all of that together into some you know whole oh. whole thing. And we touched um, on it, when and I'd... and on a device that you can walk around with or have it on your big TV. It's cl- it's clever. They they again nailed it. A bit like what they did with the, um you know the the, the, the original one, <laughs> the, the Wii.
1: And and when I think back to I mean I was a real skeptic, but it was there was a kind of bit of me was like, I wonder if they can replicate some of that old Nintendo magic, you know, from the they, SNES days. And they totally. they had it's a, it's like what I said about Apple. You know, they they're, they're, they've got the technical smarts, but every so often they put in that little magical element. You know, and an emojis are kinda of example of that, that they've got this, you know, black slab as you call it, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden you've got a bit of delight. And the the, the switch is the same, you know, there's just uh there's just it's just fun. You know, it's just yep. you know, they ah, oh, really, really well done intent. And I'm really pleased. You know, yeah. Yeah. Be honest. I think
0: again they, they seem to do this thing when they bring themselves back from the brink every now and again, so it looks like they've done it again um fifa and ea have announced their e world cup um so they are basically now going to start the all the championship levels and divisions to try and find these best players pros and amateurs again so it's going to be an open tournament as well as a amateur one i think we're seeing this more and more we already see it with the formula 1 there's a formula 1 official championship now uh, online there's the uh, actually they follow, those pods follow around the actual Formula One circus, so they take them to all the actual events and they do the round. Uh, and FIFA has been around as a competition for a while, but now it's going to be this official, fish, you know, this f- official tie-in. Uh, and off they go in to the mega bucks world of thing, and it's proving popular and ever growing.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I think we're just seeing it starting to formalise to be a worldwide thing rather than probably a you know maybe a kind of Far East and, and growing in America. It's starting to be you know the attractions the there now.
0: I mean, Overwatch in, and and you know, over, and the, the various other massive hits that have had in sort of career in places like that, they are literally playing to stadiums, yep. and the, the you know we're talking thirty thousand people watching these games. It's it's a thing over there, and I think it's becoming more and more of a thing. You know, the money's starting to grow, um, uh, people are finding the enjoyment. I think it still has a real bad. Uh, media presence in say the uk we media don't understand it they're not liking it they don't like the direction of it they still see it as you know spotty kids in their bedroom um, get a life and do something more interesting but actually you know there's people now making serious money out of games and gaming and the skill that goes into that
1: i think that's the thing people underestimate the skill you know there's it's been talked about as a potential olympic sport not in the next one but you know, maybe one after.
0: Yeah, people are laughing at it.
1: And and, and especially sportsmen, they're saying get out. You know, it's yep. like that's that's not for you. And it's like but but there are things at Olympics, you know, there are things at Commonwealth Games where, you know, the likes of shooting, archery, you know, and that's that is predominantly, yes, you need to do a bit of strength training and and there's some skill there, but it's predominantly skill. It's and repetition that's, skill and it's yep. and
0: it's a single skill, whereas playing games is often multiple skills as well as quick thinking. So you need the tactical awareness of a game. You know, so you need to be that sports person that has the tactical awareness as well as then the skill to actually put put that into place. And I personally say I've been getting into it more and more recently and I find enjoyment out of watching that and understanding that, especially given that then I can compete, on, you know, me as a person I can compete and go and do those same things whereas with you know an Olympic sport I can't really go and try out rowing one day and go and try out this and the other but I can go and compare myself to the best on all these different areas and I find that interesting
1: I think even as well that most sports if you look at it you know so if you look at football you know biggest sport in the world but you need, you need to give your, you know give two hours away to watch a game and these games are all 10 minute chunks you know it's like watching two halves of FIFA you know it's 15 minutes Yeah, you know, so you can start to rapidly, you know, watch a tournament and enjoy it. I think it's got real. I I really do think it's got potential.
0: Yeah, they've. I mean, as as an industry, they've got a long way to go to try and make it polished and some of them some of them do it well others you know there is there's still amateurness about uh, and there's still you know cracks in the the foundations but those are being filled in fast and i think you'll we'll see it even I, just... I give i give it five years and it's going to be a massive thing i think that's probably over egging it as well i think it might be sooner than that
1: yeah i was going to say is you just need to look at the streaming market you know you just need to look yeah. at you know twitch Mixer, all these platforms and it's like uh, they're, and huge. they're all
0: things that weren't part of our youth um but there are you know there's a whole new generation coming up now which is that's an entire, you know their yep. whole TV experience is based around youtube and their whole gaming watching that twitch is a thing for them and they they do watch it and they enjoy that uh, and they sit there all you know watching so yeah it's going to be a thing and it's going to be normal for them to then watch um competitive gaming um CCP a game studio they will be famous for eve online and various other games they've been heavily investing in vr-centered games but they have decided they're going to invest in other areas of their company now so they're not they're going to dial back the vr um investment so this is being seen as a kind of telling uh, punch in the face to vr really in and and pretty much as we've been saying there's there's an initial wow factor of vr but to find long-standing game Hooks that people can sustain on, you know, as a long term proposition, that is hard.
1: Yes, and I don't think VR dead at all. I still think yeah. there's a, but I just don't think it's going. I don't think it's, you know, maybe hindsight when you think about it. Were you ever going to see the same? You know, somebody buying a console. Would you see the same amount of people buying the headsets? And the answer is no, because the. The setup time, the room, and it's it's about like connect. You know the Xbox you just tried to play connect. It for
0: any length of time. No,
1: you know? the Xbox tried to connect, and you know, you know, so it was bundled with that first Xbox. And the reality is, people stopped using it. And you know, forcing game. You know, to go back to that failed Xbox One. You know, they were forcing. You know, game companies. You must incorporate yes, elements of you've, connect. You've, you've, it's got off. to have this
0: functionality in it. And they did that silly thing where you needed Connect then to make some of the operating system work, and it was awful because no one, it just didn't work. And it all was that just, swipe
1: nonsense! Remember it all that? It was
0: absolute they'd... whiff of stinkiness, oh. uh, and and it broke there. I mean, they, they've literally that was why they fell so far behind against Sony, and it has taken them, well, what is it, five years to recover yeah. from that 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 that. And it's,
1: it, for me, it's similar as well to if you look at Windows 8. You know, you forced people we will we will we will make this operating system worse to force you to buy hardware so you can the, make yeah, it so better for yeah. yourself.
0: Well, and it wasn't just that it can make it better, it's actually just to make it work full stop. Yeah. Let's talk about the recovery then because Xbox One X is out. Um I got mine on launch day. I think you had a bit delay but then got it a few days you've got it now. Yes. Um and i think i've I think I mentioned to you at the time I'm pretty jaded by this it was always going to be a purchase for me, and I always knew this was going to happen, but I plugged it in and effectively uh it's the same thing you know it just it's the same operating system, and theoretically it can look a bit nicer and that's kind of where it sits it's going to take it's going to be a slow burn, and eventually games will make use of the power, but it's not you know this is not an essential purchase.
1: It's not essential purchase, but I think, so So I guess, like cards of the table, we are, we are in a bit of a luxurious position. We've got 4K TVs, so uh, to me, yeah, yes, it'll do some some better performance for 1080p screens. But I think if you've got a 1080p screen right now, there's no big need to kind of run out and buy this. There's um, no big need to go and buy it anyway? Oh, I don't know. I, I tend to disagree. So My so,
0: Xbox looked fine on my TV.
1: So, and mine's looked fine as well, but this one's far quieter and I, I, I don't know certainly
0: if... as a form factor the fact that they've got rid of the brick all that power unit is inside this smaller form factor and it's significantly smaller as well so, so
1: as a piece of engineering and, and I, know, I know that's not why you buy a games console but as a piece of engineering I look at the, I, I took all the old one out and I was like Jesus Christ yeah. all the big yeah. thick cables all this big power brick and they've got this it's a
0: standard PC type uh, well not even that it's a, one of those just double figure of yeah. eight ones yep. that power sockets it's amazing
1: Yeah. and um, um, so and I liked it from that, and it will play four K movies, and I liked it from that. Um, and I tried Halo, and I thought, yep, that is a lot sharper. Uh that is that is really nice. I fired up Forza, and I was like, yep, that is that is impressive. But I think I think you've nailed it in that similar in a way to when the first Xbox One came out. Where's the you know, I go back to the 360 coming out, and you had a Halo launch game, and you had PGR, and when the first Halo, the first Xbox came out, there was yeah, the original Halo. It was, Halo it really, it was as good as a PC. At there the time, was Dead at or Alive. There was all these big titles, and this came out, and I mean, there wasn't even a title attached to it. And I'm sure no, they wanted, that. I'm sure they wanted cut down there. I'm sure they would have wanted cut down to be a launch title on it.
0: I think they wanted three or four different launch titles, and they just never happened. And
1: they're now talking about buying studios, and it's like they better don't understand. And maybe it's just funding. But but if you so Phil Spencer running the show and it's clear that they've learned the lessons of what didn't work in Xbox One, and um, because as an as I said they have they've obviously put tons of effort into how they've engineered this. It's not just grunt, you know. It's just it is you know the engineering is taking a, a priority. Um, I just I just think if you had if you had an overall thing you'd say what are we missing? So we're missing grunt, but also we're missing the kind of exclusives that Sony have got. They really Sony the. PS4 really nailed, you know, the first part of the exclusives, and they're doing it again, and again, and again. And Xbox, I think they
0: should have given it a different operating system. Well, not necessarily different, a different look and feel, something, something that made you feel like it was something different. Uh, whereas yeah. they, all they gave you all those updates just even before launch. So it wasn't even that they held back these um, operating system updates until after the launch to make it feel different. It, I- agreed. It all happened beforehand. What, what What
1: was quite weak was when they said you get a different boot animation, and it was like, well. <laughs> Which I'm not. Do, spe- still I'm spending 450 quid. I'm getting a different animation, and disappointedly... Uh, uh,
0: most even, of the time that's when your TV's warming up. <laughs>
1: yeah, but but even the actual uh, menu system is still in 1080p. So that's not in 4k. Mm. So some so, 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 some of it feel... because because compare that to Halo. So Halo is actually 4k everywhere. So they've they've redone all the menu system and it is all in 4k. And you can see it. The sharpness was just like oh. Let's, let's boy. face
0: it. They 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 put it out in time for Christmas. They're waiting. That's why they wanted it now. They've met that time scale. They've got their approval and stuff. It's just not the proposition it's going to be. In six months' time, it might be a much better proposition. And I think that's, you know, if I was advising someone right now, I would say wait six months. Your Xbox One will do everything you need to do and it'll still play all the games. And when it becomes time in six months, when there's a game out that's really going to make good use of this, then do it then.
1: And, and, and that's where my head's at as well. I can agree with most of the reviews that said, a great platform, but yeah, but but we're waiting.
0: Spend your money instead on buying a Switch and buying Mario Odyssey. Couldn't, um, because...
1: couldn't agree more. So, so old friend of the show Brian was was talking about. Could I? He just was like, Switch looks like a great platform. I was like, buy one. Yeah, just just buy especially one. now.
0: It, you I'm, and you know, I was umming and ahhing because I wanted to buy it just for a, um um the Zelda game. Uh, and actually, since then, we've had like four or five different really top-notch games on it. So now it's now it's a no brainer that this is a much better if you if you're into games this is a much better purchase for your money than buying an upgraded Xbox if you've already got an Xbox one then just buy a switch and buy Mario Odyssey Breath of the Wild and um well another and then you'll be happier.
1: And the thing is, so I, I mentioned Mario Kart as well, and, I, and I've always liked Mario Kart. And I just thought Mario Kart was it just, to me, it just, again, was superb.
0: It's a real nice, just switch on and play game. But I know
1: for a lot of people, if you had Wii U, it seemed like it's very similar. Fine, I didn't. Uh, you know, 100%. So.
0: It's, it's identical game, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, but, but then who had Wii U? Very few people, say so it's fine.
1: But there was Splatoon <laughs> that came out that got great reviews. There was a was a, was a Mario, was it Mario Rapid.
0: Mario Rapids, yeah, I've yeah. got that. Great. It, it was great. I, it hasn't hooked me in, but it's, again, the presentation on those games on all of these games though, so all of the first party games for sure the presentation and detail and the little the little things that just make such a big difference like tiny animations that aren't really even that important but they just enhance the whole situation and the, the kind of variance. And, and say mario odyssey as the new release it's the one we should be talking about is absolutely top notch it's kept my interest it's a nice mechanic it's you know it's got depth there as well as the you know, pick up and play aspects still. Uh, there's some really humorous touches. I, I really like it, and I'm I, you know, pushing on through. Um, and I think I'm probably only about two thirds of the way in Max. If you know, and and if you're talking about completionist, then I'm probably only ten percent in.
1: Uh I am probably far less by. I've just had one of those weeks where I've I've not got near it. You know, so it's almost mm-hmm. like it's turned kind ticking. Uh, I'll, I'll get some time at the weekend, and that's that's when I'm getting a bit of gaming time at the moment. But, the, but and the thing that worried me was things like um, see when I saw the initial kind of first play, and it was Cappy, so you've got a cap, and it was all the different controls, and it was, all, and I was like. Oh, they've, they've made this complex because mm. uh, manual just used to be. yeah, you'd get more complex puzzles, but there was the same three or four controls. And you went and looked at a little manual that was included on on you know, in, in the kind of pattern you're like on oh neck, there's like you know 30 it different controls. Different though, yeah. And I think the only negative I've got is I think some of the motion controls are are, are sore, and, and by, by sore, I mean you know, and, and I actually think I'm getting a little bit RSI at the moment, I think just through work and stuff and I finding when I'm doing some of them it's like this is this is annoying me
0: so I haven't really other than the aiming one I haven't used any of the yeah, motion you controls. don't need to I just you, I you have it in a, a my normal control and as in I have the joy dock or whatever they call it and I just use that yeah. and I just do it by pressing buttons uh,
1: but that is my only negative and the, the but the actual game itself I think is fantastic um just just love it you know I I think the the ingenuity the fun it brings um, I, the puzzles there's, that are there, I just love it
0: there's, uh, and it, it, it goes back it harks back to its original Mario days so you, again you'll see if you watch so many playthroughs or anything or when you do you go into almost 2D Mario as well and yeah. it's, it's just clever and all the heartbacks there and how they implement that into the game is very clever and it's just yeah really good stuff and, and it looks good and considering the Switch is what we'd call last generation it's 1080p but on my big screen in fact it's 720 native um, so when you watch it on your big screen, it it looks great. I think it's no, it I does, been, it does. Uh, and and yeah, so we, there you go. Buying advice is ignore the X for now. Just go with a Switch and go with the Mario Odyssey and the, and the other Class A games, and you'll just get so much more I, out of that. I, I,
1: and just just one little add on to that is is that if somebody's listening and think yeah, it's just three four games. Stardew Valley is amazing. It's fifteen quid. Um, Rocket League is coming out next week. And Rocket League, I i, I don't think you're a massive fan. I, I know myself and Paul, we loved it on um, PlayStation. And I think this is like, this will be the pick up and play kind of platform for Rocket League. So I'll probably pick it up again. Rocket is an yeah. amazing game. And, and, and
0: they've—and because they've tipped the balance of users, you know, and they're outselling and they're showing that they're selling fast. The other big games are now being because where they couldn't be bothered to develop for Wii U and the effort was too high because it's never been an easy thing. It's never been an easy platform. Certainly not as easy as, as converting a game that you've already built on PC for Xbox. That's always been a you know a real simple thing, and nowadays is even more simple for getting onto um, PlayStation was always difficult, but there was always a massive user base that didn't they they put the effort in, and getting onto Nintendo was even more so from from a development point of view. Yet. Uh, It wasn't ever worth it because the numbers were too low, and now we're seeing that tipping point, and we're seeing doom. We're seeing, yeah, uh, Elder's, you know, Elder Scrolls, and all these kind of things coming across to the platform. So it's got a real good buzz around it at the moment.
1: The the only ding, and it's, I think, it's, I think, something will change. But EA brought FIFA, and lots of people were like, "Wow, if EA is bringing FIFA, then you know that shows you the platforms there." But they came out last week and said, "We're in no rush to bring any others." So whether their sales haven't, you know, you know, set the world alight, but they're charging fifty quid for for FIFA, and it's a cut down version of FIFA compared to a platform. So if I've got fifty quid and I've got a switch and a and, a, and an Xbox or PlayStation, I'm going to I'm going to buy one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially I think some of the digital deals around FIFA, you could get it for forty.
0: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So Nintendo, as ever. Is expensive to yeah. buy, although there have been deals, and and I found good download deals are for Odyssey. I, I think I got my game for about thirty four quid in the end. Yeah, you tipped great.
1: you tipped me off for that because I mm. actually got I got it for thirty nine. So you've yeah. got an extra special deal.
0: I think there was a little bit. I think I, I might have even been an, a, a credit. I can't remember how I got it. But certainly even £39 is a good deal for Nintendo because if you buy it through their online store, it is 50 quid, basically. That's how much they're charging for all their games. There's no discount there. Um, so, Um But if you go and search around a bit, you sometimes do find a download. But, but I, you know, pay the extra little money. It's definitely worth having it as a digital rather than having to swap out cartridges.
1: It is. And and, and just on that a little side note, because I know you tipped me off about Forza as well. So I got Forza at a really good price, even though I bought yeah. it twice. But um, that's another story. <laughs> um, So so I was looking at Battlefront, which is coming out next week. So this is a big Star Wars game. It's getting a lot of buzz and it, it does look, you know, it looks fantastic. And I was like, yeah, download code. It's £20 more on Amazon for the same thing. Mm. So 50 quid for the media, £70 for the download version.
0: Yeah, that's too much.
1: And I'm, I I don't know if it's because it's not out till next week and it'll change, but that is that's horrendous.
0: They're just probably holding on to it. Some games have just held a, a tighter control over it, haven't they? Um, all right. That is the end of this podcast. Unless you want to talk about anything, I think I'm done.
1: No, I'm, I'm definitely done.
0: We're done. It's Friday. It's, it's Friday.
1: It's Friday. And we've talked about, should I call this the X-Cast?
0: <laughs> yeah we did so should we, we should be sales reps for nintendo we should be getting commission here we don't get commission but i'd quite happily take it nintendo <laughs> hello uh that's the end of our podcast if you want to find out more who we are what we are what we do digitaloutbox.com is our website info at digitaloutbox.com is our email address and we're on twitter as digital outbox uh, we don't have an official tick um ian where can we find you
1: um blogger's ind.net and twitter is Shreeper without an official tick
0: and i am on twitter as cheesy uk no no official tick and academyracer.co.uk is my website for all my racing do's and don'ts um thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you again soon ta-ra
1: bye <laughs> I think we're done. Nintendo buy.